Hi guys, how are y'all doing? This is Between the Lines with your host, JC Caldwell. I am super stoked for my episode today. It's kind of like a dating episode, basically. I have um, my photo manager from the Statesman here to talk about just kind of some dating tips, some red flags, some of our worst dates. I think it's going to be a lot of fun and, you know, we might be exposing some people today. Who knows? <laughs> should should be a lot of fun, so make sure you stick around for that, but we're just going to go ahead and get through sports and events before we get to that. So for sports, we have men's basketball played against Wyoming on Saturday. Unfortunately, they lost 69-71. to 71. I didn't really watch the game, but, I mean, just looking at the score, losing by two points sucks. I mean, I guess it's technically losing by three points because two points would have tied it, but that's a huge bummer for men's basketball. But um, women's basketball played UNLV on Saturday as well, and they also lost 68-86, to so that was unfortunate for them. Um, however, gymnastics played against Air Force on Friday. They had a meet against Air Force, and they won. Um, I don't exactly understand the scoring for gymnastics. I just know that you want a high score, <laughs> which is most sports other than golf. But gymnastics came away with 194.95 um, against Air Force's 191.975. So way to go, gymnastics. I think that they're going to have like an amazing season just by what I've known talking to the coach and seeing how they did at their last meet. And they have some really good gymnasts. Even one of the freshmen, Bree Clark, I've talked to her. She is a superstar. She's really awesome. And so it's kind of cool. And another thing, like when I did my gymnastics story, Amy, Amy's the head coach, Amy Smith, was talking about how each meet, you're not just going against the one school that's there. Like you're going against every single team every single meet because you add all your scores together and whoever has the highest score at the end is kind of like who wins it's not necessarily how many wins you have and how many losses you have so I mean that's kind of like good that it's based on points and not necessarily wins and losses but at the same time it's like constant pressure every single meet to like get the highest score possible so like you could honestly potentially win every meet and still end up losing just based on scores so but they're doing really good so if you get the chance make sure to go to one of their meets um moving into events so last week we had welcome back week and this week we had martin luther king jr day which was awesome i'm sure that we all enjoyed the day off and hopefully you got a chance to you know pay tribute to martin luther king in some way i know that like just getting on twitter a ton of people were pulling quotes from him and stuff like that to honor him so i think that that's really cool and hopefully you guys were able to have a relaxing day off of school i know i appreciated that um as for events going forward throughout the week today there's an open opening social brunch um at the tsc from 11 till 1 and that's um it's for like the latinx cultural center it's for all students it's just kind of to get them oh like aware of their resources and who they are it is for all students just so that everyone can kind of like have knowledge of the culture and what the cultural center is all about um tomorrow there's also a summer job fair and that's also going to be in the TSC International Lounge from 11 a.m. until 2 p.m. There's going to be recruiters there, a ton of students. It's going to be like a lot of networking. So if you're interested in like getting a summer job 
or like a summer internship to gain some work experience and take advantage of that time off in the summer, that's the place to go network and see what opportunities are available to you and, you know, kind of get the feel of what you want to do this summer. Um, And I think that's cool that USU does that and, you know, are like that they're willing to put that together because I know that a lot of us do look for internships and jobs and we just don't know where to start. Well, this would be a great start. So TSC Lounge tomorrow from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And then on Friday is Aggie Night with the Jazz. So basically all Aggies are invited to go to the Jazz game in Salt Lake at the Vivint Arena. The Jazz are playing against the Pistons. And the time frame for that, they said like 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. is what to plan on. Jazz games are always so, so much fun. I love going to them. And, you know, the Jazz beat the Nuggets say uh, yesterday a couple within the last couple of days at least I can't remember exactly what day but Jazz are doing great they're playing really good this year so that would be fun to go and watch that if you want um so now moving forward into the juice of the show seriously can't wait um we're gonna go into our statesman portion Okay, so as I mentioned before, I have on a guest, um, Bailey Rigby, one of my favorite people in the office that I get to work with, the photo manager for the Statesman. So Bailey, I'll just go ahead and let you introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. My name is Bailey Rigby. I am super excited to be back on Between the Lines with JC. I came on um, a couple months ago um, where we talked about our experience um, going to Vegas for the UNLV game and it was a ton of fun so I'm super excited to come back and you know dish out all the juicy details of you know what we call dating in college so <laughs> I'm excited. Yes I'm so excited too and yeah thanks again for coming on. Um, so the reason that I came up with this kind of like dating topic is because we had um, an article in the Statesman. It's actually at the very back. So um, about like these dating guides that USU Extension offers for like students. And it's I guess it's not just dating. It's like relationship guides is what I guess I should say because they have some for like families and other types of relationships. But basically what these are is it's online. It's like an online pamphlet dating guide type of thing on USU Extension, and it's just, like, a bunch of date ideas for, like, couples or, like, new relationships, and it's stuff to do in, like, not just Logan, like, Kaysville, Salt Lake area, like, different places and for different seasons. So I had no idea that this was the thing, and everyone that I've talked to has never heard of these, like, dating guides. They call them, like, hidden gems. Is I think it's, like, the name of them, actually. But anyway, um, one of my news writers, Maya, wrote an article about them just because nobody knows about them. But And she interviewed some students, and they said that they would use them and that, you know, it never hurts to have these, like, dating guides. And I haven't looked at all of the ideas, but, like, Bailey, do you think that you would ever, like, use these dating guides, or do you think it's kind of, like, cheesy? Um, yeah, so just like you said, I... I had never heard of these dating guides, um, but I think that if I were going on a last-minute date, group date, something like that, and we couldn't find, you know, anything to do, I think it's it's nice to know in the back of my head, you know, that there's this there are these options put out there. Um, 
but I think it would be more of just a last minute thing just because I haven't had a chance to sort of research it. But it seems like a really useful tool, you know, for those of us who don't really know what to do on dates. Yeah, that's true. And I guess like sometimes it's like the guy planning it. I know not always because I definitely like to plan dates too. But I also have like my own list of date ideas like on my phone. Like whenever I think of a date idea, I'll write it down. And so I guess that's kind of just what this dating guide is. I think they have some like conversation starters in there too, which would be kind of nice. I mean, it never hurts to have those available. I just think that, you know, nobody knows about them. Like, do you even know anyone who's heard of these before? No, I haven't met anyone that has known of these or had brought them up. But now that the statesman has covered it, I'm sure a lot more people will know about it and will use them. <laughs> I guess that's true. You know, take advantage of what you know. Um, and so I didn't, like, read through a ton of these date night ideas, but I'm sure that they're, like, creative and, you know, try and get, like, I'm sure they're, like, get-to-know-you type of dates. And so it kind of, like, got me thinking about, like, all the dates I've been on and, like, what dates were fun and, like, what weren't. Do you have, like, a story of, like, the best, like, most fun date you've been on? And it could have been, like, the idea or the experience, like, either one. Oh, man. Well, I was telling you before we started, I have had probably way more bad dates than good dates so I had a hard time actually thinking of it and I mean I I just think it's kind of funny there are memories to look back on but I think a lot of the funnest dates I've been on have just been sort of like last minute you know group days with friends nothing too serious I I hate first dates like especially with people you don't know just because it gives me a lot of anxiety because I don't know it's it's awkward for me personally I mean a lot of people enjoy it but yeah I think um the dates that I've enjoyed most have just been with you know friends and we've just hung out gone to haunted houses watched movies things like that yeah dude I am totally with you like 100% hate first dates like I would swear off dating just because I didn't want to go on a first date like it's so like you get so much anxiety over it and it's just nerve-wracking and you can't be comfortable and it's like a ton of pressure so I totally get that I'm the same like no matter what you do for the date I feel like it's just always gonna be like that it's just something we all just have to get through I guess but I think that's so funny that you were telling me like I only have like bad dates like that sucks but it is fun when you get to have good ones and get to go with friends and be comfortable um one that I kind of thought of the funnest date hmm Um, I think I would have to say for me, I went on this one date with this, it was like uh, our second, yeah, our second date, and it was like with this guy who I thought was super cute, I was super interested in him, and our first date had gone pretty well, pretty decent, and he had asked me on this huge group date um, to go not mini golfing, it's like, I'm sure other people have done this, but you like have golf clubs and you get golf balls and then you go at night and you get glow sticks and you break the glow sticks open and you put like the glowing stuff like flick it all over the golf ball and like on the golf club so that everything glows in the dark and that the golf balls glow in the dark and then you go at night and we went to I, I think it's called porcupine something like that anyway it was like on this cliff over the water And so we would all, like, swing the balls off the cliff into the water. And you could, like, see the ball because it glows in the dark. But it was, like, pitch black everywhere else. It was so much fun. Like, I thought it was, like, the coolest idea. I had a ton of fun. I also did really well and, like, beat my date and did way better than him. But it was also, like, a ton of people, which is another reason why I think I liked it. 
just because you get to interact with other people and meet new people too and it's not as much pressure to like oh is there chemistry between me and my date or I have to constantly be coming up with conversation with my date because you can have like group conversations too so I think that's another reason why I really loved that date um but Bailey since you have so many bad date ideas what do you think is your worst date ever oh man which one do I pick just kidding um I think I think I told you this actually when we were in Vegas at the Rainforest Cafe, but I don't know who else has heard it, so I'm just going to retell this story. Um, so back in the day when I was in high school, this was about three years ago, um, I, <laughs> I really wanted to go to the spring formal um, that um, I think it was like multiple schools were having at the same time. Um, but I really wanted to go because it was like my last dance of high school. I just wanted to make memories. And so I, I was ready. Like I was planning this out months in advance. I was, um, you know, I had all my prospects lined up. I was, I, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I had pros and cons and I, I was just picking girls choice or guys choice. Um, I think it was guys choice. So I, I was just, you know, planning out. You know which one I was going to plot to ask me right. because yeah, that's I got you. because that's logical. <laughs> um, so I um, I kind of um, picked this one guy who had just moved to my school, and I was like, "This is perfect because he doesn't know anybody, and um, he doesn't know me, and how weird I was in middle school and the beginning of high school." Um, so I was like, okay, this is perfect. I can, I can just go after him and he can ask me to the dance. It is perfect. Um, so I start hanging out with this guy and, you know, things seem to be going well. Like I was asking him for, you know, like help with homework or for rides, things like that. And then our younger brother started hanging out. So like we were always going back and forth between each other's houses and it was, you know, it seemed to be working out pretty good, but then, um, you know, once it gets closer to spring formal, um, my one of my friends, you know, started hanging out with both of us, and um, she started taking interest in this guy as well. Um, she knew that I had a plan, but she, I, she just really felt like it was, you know, she really felt like she needed to date this guy. So, anyways, you know how you know you know how it goes. He starts dating her. Um, I, you know, it it sucked, but it was the fine worst. after a little bit. Yeah. Um, but you know, I kind of had I had given up on the spring formal idea. But turns out my friend was busy on that night, and so she told him to ask me. And it was totally like a pity date, and I, but I was I wanted to go to the dance so bad that I just said yes, um, and that's where I went wrong. So, anyways, um, we, he picks me up and we go to dinner with uh, one of my other friends and her friend, um, and um, after we ate and we were getting ready to pay. Um, you know, my friend and her date, like her date covered her meal, like he paid for it. But then when the waitress asked, um, my date how he wanted the check split, he said separate and you know, it's fine. I'm a strong, independent woman. I don't need a man to pay for my meal, but I was like, okay, this is kind of awkward. But it's kind of expected. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I think I ordered the cheapest thing on the menu because I didn't want to be an inconvenience, but I should have ordered the most expensive thing if I knew he was going to pay, but I guess for my sake, it worked out. Um, but um, it was fine. So we leave the restaurant. We go to the dance. 
we don't really hang out there at all he kind of just goes and talks to his friends and i just go talk to my friends and hang out with them and it was fun but then afterwards we um go we go out to like hang out after and um he invites my friend like his girlfriend to come hang out with us after so at the end of the dance on this date i'm on his girlfriend is there hanging out and it was just so awkward like i went home and my mom was still awake and i was like mom why did you ever let me go on that date it was so bad but you know i look back on it and laugh it was kind of funny yeah see now you have like a great fun story to tell on this new show yeah it was worth it but i totally can understand that like and you, like, on the date, on these bad dates, like, you can tell it's not going well. And so it's, like, weird. And especially in your situation where you're, like, you know, like, this is a pity date. But whatever. Like, that totally sucks. And you can, like, feel it. My worst date, I mean, I think that I told you mine as well in UNLV. <laughs> but, oh, it was just, I don't know. You can just tell. So mine, it was, like, kind of a blind date. My roommate was really into this one guy and this guy had planned like a group date and my roommate had wanted me to go with her and so I'm like okay fine but like I don't have a date and so the guy that she was into was like oh I'll find you a date so then like the day before this group date I get a text from this random guy like hey my name is blah 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 um and like do you want to go on this date with me so I'm like sure sounds good So they come the next night, pick us up. He's actually super cute. I'm like, oh, this is going to be so much fun. Then we get in the car. He opens the door for me. So I'm like, that's a good sign. We get in the car. He's not really talking to me. I'm like, hey, how was your day? Good. Uh, cool. What classes did you have? Uh, this one and this one and this one. Oh, uh, that sounds interesting. Like, are they in person or online? Both. Like, that's genuinely how he was answering. And I'm like, this dude does not want to be here. Like, he was totally forced. Like, this is a pity date. Like, I totally felt the same way. And then we get on the date, and he's just, like, one of those guys who is just, like, trying to be funny all night, but not for me. Like, for the boys. Like, wanted to look cool in front of the boys, and it didn't matter if he made me look stupid for it. So, one thing, I I mean, a lot happened throughout this date that really annoyed me. Like, for one, I was a freshman, and he, like, made fun of my age. He's because we were like talking in a group setting and he was like, someone asked me like how old I was. And I was like, oh, I'm a freshman. And he's like, what? You're a freshman. And I was like, how old are you? And he's like a sophomore. And I'm like, dude, are you kidding me right now? Like, this is ridiculous. And then a couple other things. But the main thing that bugged me was we all this because it was like a big group date. So we're like, OK, we'll introduce your like introduce your date. And so I'm like, OK, this is fun. And then I'm like, okay, well, I don't really know him, so I'm just going to be like, hey, this is so-and-so, and then sit down. Well, he had a different plan, so right before it was our turn to, like, get up and introduce each other, he turns to me, and he's like, hey, so I'm going to say that your name is Jamie, and it's going to be hilarious, and then you're going to correct me and act like you don't want to be here. It'll be so funny. And I'm like is this dude serious right now like this is so stupid and I'm like I don't even have to fake not wanting to be here and so we stand up and he goes this is my date Jamie and then nobody laughs and nobody laughs it's because nobody there actually knows my name they don't know who I am so they didn't know that he got my name wrong because they're all meeting me for the first time (laughs) so I'm like this isn't even funny and so then I'm like actually my name is JC 
And then, of course, everyone starts to laugh. And I'm like, this wasn't even real. Like, this was so staged. And then the rest of the night, everyone called me Jamie because they were genuinely getting it confused. So all those people that met me that night, try and remember my name's JC, not Jamie. But, I mean, <laughs> you know, we're states, you know, they give us fun stories to talk about. So, you know, you live and you learn. But, like, on those worst dates, you kind of learn, like, what qualities you don't want in a guy and kind of like what red flags there are. Bailey, what are some like red flags for you or things that you look for that are like not good in a guy? Oh man, well, since I've been exposed to a lot of bad dates, um, I've kind of collected some. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is, I mean, I like to joke around a lot like it's it's a it's a coping mechanism and it's just part of who I am like I I just like to joke around with a lot of things and so I think um you know guys that joke around you know I I mean I I like that but um guys that base their sense of humor around joking about other people and making fun of other people is a huge red flag like I think it makes them seem kind of insecure and um you know, shallow, and I think if they sort of joked around about, you know, other things, like, that, it would make a huge difference, but, you know, once they start, you know, making fun of people for things they can't really help, it it makes them just not cute. Um, I think, uh, I don't know, there's, there's a lot of other things, too. I think guys that really don't care about what they're doing in life I'm I'm very huge into like having a passion in life and working towards that and you know everyone takes a different path in life so even you know if it's not school it's like a job or a hobby or something like that but just guys that don't really have any hobbies or anything it just makes them super bland and boring and I feel like they wouldn't be exciting to date anyways yeah true I totally agree I did not even think about that when like thinking of red flags but that is so true because I've like talked to guys and stuff who like sit around at home all day long and like watch movies all day and like Mm -hmm. even that I'm like go do something like be productive and then it like shows like in their life too like they don't have goals they don't have any motivation to like do anything with their life and it's like so unattractive like I so agree um, another one that I thought of is I, I mean, I love to talk about myself and so <laughs> me like, too. that's one of the fun things about a first date is like this person doesn't know me so I can go off talking about a million things and it's socially acceptable because we're learning <laughs> yeah. about each other. Yeah. Right? And so I love to do that, but like, I also want to learn about them too. Like I want to give them the chance to talk all about themselves. Um, and so like, a red flag for me or something that I always look for on dates is like if we're having a conversation and like I ask you a question like how's your day or how many siblings do you have or what sports did you play in high school like anything like that and they'll like answer and they'll like give elaborate answers but then like it ends the conversation because they don't like reciprocate or like ask anything about me because like I've been on dates where we constantly talk about them and I learned like their whole life story mm-hmm. and they like can't even remember my first name because they learned nothing about me so true Jamie yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's gonna be another Sawyer Hemsworth situation. <laughs> um, so that's definitely one thing that I always pay attention to also of course like being funny if they're like not funny and so serious oh I can't. Ugh. I can't take that. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are some big ones for me. I really like the non-motivated one. 
that mm-hmm. one is a huge one for me. Yeah, I think uh, like obviously everybody goes through slumps in life, and th- we go through points where we're uninspired. But I think, you know, it's when it's a consistent thing, and they've been like this for years and years. It's like okay, come on, it's like pick up a needle and thread and sew something. Yeah. I, I don't care, just do something. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Also, like, I don't, like this might sound mean, but like someone that's not sensitive i guess maybe is the right word because like i feel like i make jokes a lot like you or like try and be funny and like i'll tease like a guy or something and i don't want them to take it personally like i want them to be able to tease me back yeah both ways oh teasing is crucial for a good relationship um switching kind of like into like the good qualities do you have like um a list or like things that you look for in a guy that's like good that you want in like a future spouse or boyfriend um first and foremost uh mustaches if yes you have oh a- <laughs> my gosh bailey what i didn't know we both that's loved not a quality but i Dude, if, yes. you, if you have a mustache please email me at bailey.rugby at usu.edu <laughs> and um let's talk oh no i'm just kidding but actually i'm serious um i love mustaches they're just so cute um i think besides the other good qualities um i think I mean, kind of like the opposite of what I said. Just, I mean, like guys that have a sense of humor that, you know, is based on, you know, just like themselves. Like they're able to joke around with things, but still like uplift other people. You know, guys that respect other people, like no matter, you know, who they are and what they believe in. Um, Also, I think a huge one for me is, you know, a guy that will be able to treat me like, like, I'm a woman, but not be, like, misogynistic about it. You know, I don't know if that makes sense. Like, no, yeah. Um, like, doesn't expect me to be a housewife and, you know, yeah. make him dinner every single day. Because I'm a working woman. Like, I, I'm, ma- I'm making coin for us, too. Like, right. just, I don't know if that makes sense. But, you know, just there's a good balance in there. Um, and then I think, um, I guess if they interact well with kids and their family it's so cute like if i see a guy you know like talking to a kid like they're a human or you know being nice to their family like i hope they're nice to their family regardless but i think that's a huge thing too is that they're just i don't know they're good with kids and with their family with everyone in general yeah those are all great. Your answers are so great. I didn't know that we both, like, loved most, like, so badly. Like, it's almost a yeah. requirement at this point. Like, I love facial hair. <laughs> yeah, I used to do, uh, I used to dabble in dating apps, and that was the thing that I <laughs> would, like, if I saw they had a mustache, I'd I'd swipe yes. right or, swipe or whatever right. direction. Yeah, I know. So, that it's, it's a huge thing for me. I mean, it's not a requirement, but it yeah. is a bonus. Very, very true. Um, I know some qualities that I look for. Um, I I am super, like, touchy person, I think. Like, so I think that I look for someone who's, like, super affectionate. Like, my love language is, like, physical touch 1,000%. Mm. So mm. I feel like I would need someone else who's, like, at least willing to do that because that's I, something that I would need. Um, also someone who's very handy. I've always said this, like my whole family knows this. My dad is extremely handy, like can fix anything and everything has always fixed my car. Like if anything's broken in the house, he can fix it. He's always done everything. Like, I don't think I've ever seen any workers like even coming to our house to fix it because 
he just does it. And so when I get married, I think that I'm going to be like expecting that of my husband. <laughs> Not like I can't do it because I would be willing to learn like, yeah. sure, I'll learn That's how nice to. if someone could do it for you. Yeah, but like <laughs> it's attractive if like they can do that too. I don't know. So that's another thing. But um, just going into this last part, we'll kind of end it with this. What do you think the biggest difference is dating in college versus dating in high school? Oh, um, (laughs) I think for me, the biggest difference is that in high school, I felt so much pressure to date. Uh, I mean, in college, especially here in Utah, there is a lot of pressure. But I think in high school, especially, I felt, you know, like everyone was starting to date at that time and everyone was starting to get their first boyfriend or girlfriend or, you know, they would go on dates all the time. And so I felt so stressed about it. Like I, it would keep me up at night because I'm like, I have to be caught up with everyone else and I have to be, you know, I already have to have like two exes by the time I graduate. It it was insane because that's just how like high school goes. Like it's just super unstable and chaotic. And I think it was just really high pressure for me. Um, and it depends for everyone, um, but I personally feel like like my dating experiences in high school were like immature. Um, I mean, I know a lot of people that it was different. Like my little brother has been dating his girlfriend in high school for two years, and oh they're like already talking about marriage and stuff like that. And so Whoa. it's different for everyone. But I think for me, I was like it was just too stressful. And I think in college, like um, I'm I'm more focused on like my goals and my career and what I want to do um rather than you know focusing on dating so much and you know I think dating is becoming more of just like a bonus to my life instead of a completion of it I'm not relying on it to like feel like a whole person I'm just you know if it happens it's it's just like a nice touch I guess I ditto bro like everything (laughs) you say I'm just like yes 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 (laughs) Um, yeah, for me, dating in high school, it felt more of like a popularity thing, right? Mm, like, I'm like, yeah. if you have a boyfriend, like, you're popular, like, it needs to be, like, the, like, it really is like the movie in that way. At least it was for me, like, the head cheerleader needs to date, like, the football quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like, not exactly, but it was like, it increased your popularity for some weird reason. Mm-hmm. And, like, for me, like, I had two year-long relationships in high school, and I don't know, in college, it was kind of like this turning point because when I dated in high school I never once like really thought about marriage like Mm -hmm. it was just like oh we're dating like it's fun like it's someone to go do stuff with Mm -hmm. um but I wasn't like I'm gonna marry this person yeah and so college I think that you feel that pressure right because you're surrounded by people who are getting engaged and who are like younger than you and have kids like whack whack for starters still nuts to me but it's like I don't know. I think you change your perspective on it just because you have different intentions and you're like learning all these things about yourself and what you really want to do with your life. And so I think that causes you to like look at your future. And so you think of like, okay, maybe I want someone else in my future. But like, I agree with you. Like, it's not a necessity. Like, it's Mm -hmm. a bonus. Like, it's something that you should be enjoying. So I love that. Um, We are out of time, but thank you so much. I love having Bailey on my show. She's literally the best. So thank you so much for coming on, Bailey. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Okay, so moving on into Logan News. I'm just going to go over this really quick because we are out of time. But I just wanted to mention there's an article from the Herald Journal about the first all-girl tackle football team 
being created in Cache Valley. I love it. I am all for it. I love playing football. I've always wished that I would have played in some sort of girls league at some point. So I was like, oh my gosh, I could do this. And then I look and then I'm like, okay, it's for people eighth grade to 12th grade so I can't join but really cool they have like a Facebook they're recruiting so if you know any high schoolers in Cache Valley that are girls tell them to join the all tackle football team Um, and the Herald Journal has kind of the links to it if you are interested in going and figuring out how to sign up for that Um, so that was Logan news and we'll move into headliners Okay, so really quickly, these ones are really interesting. So I only have two today instead of three. So the first one is, quote, police officers fired for ignoring L.A. robbery in progress to play Pokemon Go, end quote. So reading the article, it's like legit. These two officers, it shows like the camera in their cop car and like they gets this call in like, hey, there's a robbery and um instead they're like oh like we'll go in a second and they kind of like turn it off and then they get on their pokemon go app and they like follow to where a pokemon is at they're like oh cool pokemon is close by and they go to that instead of the robbery and so um yeah i can't remember exactly how they like got caught doing that but It was, like, in a recording, and they went to court, and then they looked back at, like, past recordings, and they've done this, like, multiple times. Like, on the job, they would drive around to, like, find these Pokemon on their phone, like, on this app, which is just, like, nuts to me, and this is, like, a crazy story. Like, I never thought I would read a news article about this, but I know that apparently this Pokemon Go app can be addicting because, like... A ton of my friends used to play it, especially when it first came out. I know it was huge. So super, super interesting. Um, the next one is, quote, man kicked off flight for wearing women's underwear as face mask, end quote. So this one, I was like nuts. And like, there's a picture and the guy's literally wearing like women's underwear, like on his face and like, is like so proud of it. Um, and so it talks about how he did it on purpose as like a protest to mask mandates and that he thinks that they, he shouldn't be forced and that there's no point in them. And um, his argument was kind of like, this is so dumb, like it's as dumb as wearing underwear on your face kind of thing. And he's like arguing with them because according to, I can't remember, oh, this was United Airlines. So according to their website, they say it needs to cover your mouth and your nose and the way he's wearing it, it technically does those things. So he was arguing about their regulations. Anyway, he ultimately got kicked off the plane. And actually, a bunch of other people got voluntarily got off the plane with him because they were in agreement with him and thought it was BS that he was getting kicked off. So they were like, if you're kicking him off, like we're going to. And I think it was like a group of other people. Um, He's also done this with Delta and some other airlines and has had the same result and he's not allowed to come back. So, I mean, I don't know if that's worth the protest, but makes for a really interesting news article. So thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's dating episode. I really enjoyed it. So make sure to tune in next Tuesday at 10 a.m. for next week. Thanks for listening.